Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. We are South Asian Voices for South Asian Voters. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. If you've been listening to the podcast this January, you know we've been talking a lot about the primary and um, early voting starts in February on Valentine's Day and it runs through February 25th. And then March 1 is election day. So this is where you go out and you pick the candidates who are gonna be on the ballot in November. There is a ton of information on the Wise Up Texas social media platforms, including information on how to register to vote in several South Asian languages. Um, We're really proud of having made that content and keeping it up to date. So share that with your family members, maybe people who have never voted in your family before, get them Mm -hmm. registered to vote and and get them excited. And, you know, if you if you are going to go out to vote, take somebody with you. Take a family member, take a friend, make it make it an occasion. So today we have a guest with us who is going to be on the ballot for the primary election across all of Texas. This is a statewide candidate running for governor. When you think about the governor's race, you might be thinking Governor Abbott versus Beto O'Rourke. But first, you have to pick your candidate in the primary. And we're talking today to a candidate who's running in the Democratic primary for governor, Joy Diaz. So welcome, Joy. Thanks for being here. Gunam, thank you for having me. Can you believe that I am the only woman on the Democratic ticket? It's unbelievable. And it's such an honor and such a pleasure to do this. Wow. That's really, yeah, that, that I'm glad you pointed that out. That's, that is kind of wild that, you know, nobody else thought that they should be running. I want, I want to know more about one, who you are, and two, what motivated you to get involved in this race? Thank you. You know, sometimes we think maybe nobody else is thinking about this, but it's so costly that perhaps a lot of people are thinking about it and are simply discouraged. Just to file to run, it's $3,750, you know, just to file. And so in the era of COVID and not to be morbid, but that can pay for a funeral, you know, Um, when you are a student that pays for a semester at a community college, when you are um, looking for a car that is reliable, that may be a car, you know, so it's a lot of money. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of good, qualified, strong, you know, moral people don't run. And it's because it's so expensive. But when you were asking me, who are you? Well, I was born in Mexico. I am a bilingual, bicultural candidate. My father was an American. That's why I'm able to run because I have dual citizenship. And I grew up half of my life in Mexico, half of my life in the United States. I'm sure a lot of South Asian friends um, can relate to that experience of living in two worlds or three or four. And um, I am a former school teacher. I am a former public radio reporter, and I see the public radio experience as an experience that trained me for this job because I traveled the state. I learned about politics and policy from the ground up, and I am a mother of two. Well, thank you. Thanks for that introduction. I I know one of the things that 
you talk about on your campaign website is pragmatism, bringing just rational thinking to politics. So tell me more about that. Yes, you know, when you think about the governor's office and you think about it as a public servant's office, right? We often talk about these people and we say they are public servants, but are they serving us? When you think about an office that should be of public service, if it is not serving us, then the pragmatic reaction is, well, we need a new person in that office, a person who can serve us. And the thing is that when you serve Texans, you are not allowed to serve only the Texans of your tribe, whether that tribe is political or religious or color-based, whatever your tribe is, when you apply for that job, you apply to serve every Texan. And that's what I want to do. I, I love that. I, I think one of the things that South Asians are passionate about, we and, and just to be clear, we did a survey. We're, about, we're in the process of doing another one, but we did a survey sometime back to see what are the issues that South Asian families really care about. Um, and we're, we're going to be doing another one. So our followers keep an eye out on social media as we, we talk more about that. But one of the things, of course, is education. I think so many people, whether you're from an immigrant family or not, your child's education um, is just how you build a legacy. It's how you build your family's roots. So tell us more about your platform around education. You're absolutely right. And sometimes it's also for ourselves, not just for our children, right? We understand the value of education as one of those very magical things that can help improve, you know, your outcome when it comes to healthcare, when it comes to finances, when it comes to uh, social ailments, right? Um, diminishing everything from crime to you name it. So yes, education is very important to all of us. And one of the things, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about education is because my parents, they loved education. They had books everywhere, even in the bathroom. I'm sure a lot of you can relate having books in the bathroom. But one of the things that my parents did is they were missionaries in Mexico City and they served in garbage dumps. And instead of cleaning the garbage dump, what they did is they built a school. That's how much they valued education. That's why I became a public school teacher. So what should I do when I become by the grace of God and with your votes, the next governor of the state of Texas is we are going to radically transform the education system. How? First, we're going to put a person at the front of the Texas Education Agency who is an educator. Right now, we don't have that. We have a friend of the governor. That's not the way it should be because that smells like corruption. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to reevaluate how we fund education. We have been fighting and looking for ways to fund education in the courts when we can just talk about it and realize that some districts, especially rural districts, are really suffering. They're suffering with population. They're suffering with money. And school districts and urban areas are really suffering too. So we need to make the system equitable. Those are two examples on how we can transform the education system and make it the best that we can make it because we are such a leader in the world. But when it comes to education, we're close to the bottom. It is almost shameful to talk about it. Yeah, and I, I know education is just, it, I feel like the last 
two years, you know, it's gone through so much between the pandemic and now conversations around school curriculum, critical race theory, the, the schools and children in many ways have um, become part of the political conversation in a way that they, they just weren't before. And um, I know for most parents, they just want to have a safe environment where their kids are learning what they need to learn. So absolutely. Definitely hopeful we can get back to that focus. I, I do want to ask you a question that we ask all of our guests. You know, we really appreciate that your campaign reached out and wanted to be on the Wise of Texas podcast and, and talk to our South Asian followers. Um, South, South Asians and Asians are a growing population in Texas. What is your message for South Asians who might be listening? Um, what, what would you tell them about getting out to vote and about your uh, candidacy? Thank you. Yes, it is so exciting. The Asian community is the fastest growing in Texas. And what a, a thrill, right, that we are growing together. So one of the things that I want people to know is that when you hear other people say as though it is a surprise, oh, Texas is changing. You know, the languages are changing. The face of Texas is changing. Do not get discouraged. Do not feel like uh, anybody is saying, oh, these people are newcomers. No, we should understand that Texas has always been and always will be a multi multicultural, multicolor, multilingual state, and we will remain that way. And the fastest we understand that, the better we can pull together and pull forward. So one of the things that I want you to know is that every contribution from the South Asian community is a treasure to Texas. The other thing that I want you to know is that when we hire a governor who loves diversity, who feeds from that richness in the community, then we're going to see that we can understand each other and we can move forward together. It is very important that it's not us versus them. There's no us. We're Texans and we need to pull together. And when we do that from the top, when the temperature and the conversation is set that way from the top, then we have the hope of advancing as one. And I think that's what we all want to do. I know the South Asian community is not an isolated community. We're Texans. We are Texans. That's all we are. And we have to pull together. Thank you, Joy. And yeah, I do want to tell our listeners, if you are unsure about your registration status, um, yes. check out the Wise Up Texas website. We have all the resources there so you can go check if you're registered. Um, you do have to register 30 days before any election date. So the yes, deadline, by the end of this month. Yeah. So the January deadline is coming up fast. And if you're if you're hearing this podcast after January 31, then the deadline to register is passed. But you may be registered and you may just haven't been exercising your vote every time. So you can go to votetexas.gov, double check your voter registration, um, and maybe you only vote in presidential years. This midterm is huge. We're calling it the Masala midterm um, because it's big. It's it's important. It's, you know, big, like like big in flavor, like a like masala so get out there and vote and joy thank you so much for being on the podcast today we appreciate it it's an, an honor for me so let's get out and shake up those primaries thank you so much that concludes our interview for today why is it texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our south asian followers why is it texas is not 
endorse any candidates. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Azad in TFW. Thank you for listening. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with Wise of Texas.